the hypnotize zone <laughs> you <laughs> listen to the story of russell westhaven and the day he tried to save his girlfriend no i'm just playing i, I am <laughs> i am josh rogers i am brian Hare, and this is another edition of the jigsaw podcast listen oh yeah if you if, if you saw the title if you saw the flyer that was out you understand my excitement that Brother. means you also knew Brother. where that where their intro came from. That is the intro to Don't Save Her, Project Pat. <laughs> she don't want to be saved. <laughs> she don't want to be saved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crunchy Black, who was featured on that song, said, ain't nothing going on but the money and power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too many out here cowards. Preach that's, here. What that's what he's saying. <laughs> but that's not what we're not going to go too deep into that. But just know I am excited because today it's just unprecedented. It with, is. with with what we have, we have we have rap rap royalty with us today. A legend, <laughs> a le- an icon, even. <laughs> listen, an icon, and she and listen. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But I'm telling you, like she let it all hang out, <laughs> all hang out, brother. And this and it, and it was such so good. But no, this is this is the podcast. Uh-huh. And so my excited. God, is it a podcast? <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about how we. Uh, how we figure out this crazy puzzle piece called life. We talk about the perils, the the praises, productivity, and the pump of circumstance of being black men, millennials in this world. Brian, how are you, brother? Man, it is a great day to be black, brother. I ain't gonna lie. It's a great day. It's a great day to be black. It's a great day. It's a great day. How about you? I'm good, man. You know, every day I'm overcoming the oppressive hand of white um, colonizers. <laughs> <laughs> and if I wake up, and every day I wake up black is a great day, because I promise you, if Ooh. I woke up white, <laughs> I'd be depressed as depressed. You want to see depression? <laughs> Let me lose my melon. <laughs> depression. 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 I can't imagine what Michael Jackson went through. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Bit of Lygo must have had him bow. <laughs> I, I wake up and I'm turning white. God, what did I do? Did I not pay my tithes? Did I not serve you? <laughs> woke up a leper. <laughs> I woke up a leper. My God, you done took my skin away. <laughs> oh. Ooh, Lord help us. <laughs> How was your weekend, though, brother? Did you do anything fun? You exciting, interesting? <sighs> It was oh, great, wait a man. minute. It was your yeah. anniversary. It was. Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> Shout out to Lauren Hair, Lauren Roberts Hair, my sis. <laughs> Whole government. <laughs> Listen, they out here looking like a melanated Oreo. I love y'all. Y'all like, <laughs> y'all like, y'all out here setting the standard, you know what I'm saying, for black marriage and black we Look at y'all. Look at y'all. Listen, we trying. Look at y'all. Only black people look when they're counting. Go ahead. How was Don't that? Don't do it. <laughs> 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 how, how was the anniversary weekend, man? man it was great, brother. Uh, we went to uh, Chateau Elan Winery um, just, and we drank. Oh, come and on. And we drank some winery. All right. Did the you, wine. Did you have we, some good um some good robust flavors? We did. <laughs> we um we got there uh like on Friday mm-hmm. and we went to this, this pub 
Okay, I went drank. to the winery and the pub. <laughs> Listen, they had a pub on site, so we went to the pub and then drank. Chicken, beer, and wine. <laughs> Listen. We, Y'all we, blacked that thing up. <laughs> like, and this is how black we are. We brought wine and alcohol to the place with us <laughs> so we <Okay>. can drink. <laughs> so okay. we can drink in the middle of drinking. So you we brought the communion to the, to the Chateau Elon. We did. Okay. So we drank at the uh, at the uh, at the pub. Then we went back to our room, drank some more. And then the next day, we went to like we did a um, a wine tasting, a wine tour, and a wine tasting. Okay, so they give you like seven glasses of wine. Okay, and I drank every darn glass. Four glasses so, or a little tastings? Um, about about similar to, <laughs> similar to that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> a nice little a nice little taste. Okay, um, a little something, something. Okay, a little something, something. And well, we we drank the wine. Um, we drank the rosé. <laughs> it's full. <laughs> you said a little we, something. It made me think about how the, how today's episode even started. A little something, something. A little something, something. Yeah, we drank a little something, something. We drank a little something, something. It was it was a great time though. It was a great time. Um, we ate, we drank, we had no kids. Um, how about you? You were in Minnesota, right? I was in St. Paul, Minneapolis, White Bear. Uh, all I was in all the places of Minnesota. We did okay. a Minnesota tour <laughs> because Ashes, like you know, because Min- St. Paul, Minneapolis, of course, the Twin Cities. Um, but mm-hmm. Ashes family lives like in the um, some of the surrounding suburbs, like the the Smyrna, if you mm-hmm. will, um, Roseville, White Bear. Um, um, badness that I, I think I'm destroying this, but badness heights like the the, okay. the, the the town she the actual town she grew up in. But anyway, mm-hmm. yes, did that. Um, uh, went to the George Floyd Memorial. That was oh, particularly wow. moving. Um, mm-hmm. they had it kind of laid out where his body was. Um, not wow. so much in a chalk line, but like that's where the actual flowers and stuff and it was roped wow. off. And immediately when I saw the store, my mind went right back. Wow, to the video. And wow. I couldn't get the image out of my brain, and um, the fact that they're holding up like they like the, sh- the street is not accessible by car. So mm-hmm. the fact that they're holding up the memorial and things like that to me is absolutely awesome. Um, with at least within that area, they're honoring who he is. Um, they believe how we believe. We're just hoping that that translates to the jury. Um, but it was dope, bro. I will say, by the time I Minnesota was projected to have really decent weather. And by the time I got up there, I got up there Thursday. So Friday, bro, that joint dropped to 55. Oh, wow. Which ain't necessarily terrible, terrible, but Minnesota 55, 60 is very different than Georgia's <laughs> 55, 60. I can um, believe it. So, uh, oh, Prince has his own store in the Mall of America now. And okay. I bought me a 1999 graphic tee. Graphic it Ooh, is absolutely amazing. I'm sure. Um, you should have got me one, is, too. It is dope. My my dad was mad too because my dad's the biggest Prince fan that I know, and he was like, "Why didn't you? Why oh, didn't you get nice. me one?" Yeah, and then yeah. it's like even on the back. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I love Prince. I love Prince, and like all, and the shirts look vintage, even though they're not because it's like his mm-hmm. cover art, and it wasn't crazy expensive. Like it was like twenty dot twenty twenty five dollars for graffiti, oh, which good. is yeah, pretty good. much what how graffitis are running. But anyway, that was dope. We took the kids to Nickelodeon Universe, which is inside Mall of America. Um, Ash's oldest brother has two younger boys who are pretty much Josh's and Jaden's age. Okay, so cool. they had a ball. 
Um, right. Ash's cousin came. Her mom came. So it was like a whole family thing. Um, it was just up. a really good time. We hadn't been up there as a complete family. Ash has been up there a few times, but as a unit in about mm-hmm. three years. I mean, because oh, wow. Minnesota ain't no cheap trip for a family of four. Oh, I believe it. Um, bro, and because of COVID, plane tickets were astronomically low. I'll mm-hmm. save my spirit experience for um, a greater conversation because I have do. some. I have something else to talk about with them. And okay. um, but no, bro, it was <laughs> it, it was dope. Great time. And if nothing else, I'm sure how you felt about the chateau. Um, mm-hmm. Just to change the scenery. Oh yeah, that's what was necessary, bro. It's needed. Yes, I'm tired. I'm tired of being in this house. Speaking of, I, mm-hmm. I, I a birdie told me that you got the. Um, you, you got the second stab in your arm. I did today. You're fully vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. Yay! I'm put. I'm. T- you, I'm told, you feel uh, anything? Um, nah. For the most, I've been drinking a lot of water. They said drink a lot of water lot to of kind water. of reduce, you know, any type of uh side effects. Also, take Advil or aspirin. Your whatever balls you do. didn't shrink up, did they? Or nothing um, like that. N- nothing I, crazy. I don't think so. You ain't growing no third I was nipple. Hoping, I, <laughs> I was hoping <laughs> for like a, a ridiculous erection or something like that. Just <laughs> you know. Growth, you know, in all oh, something, areas, right? Just something. Um, but yeah, nah. No extra toes, no tail so far. Um, my hair is still intact for the most part. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so I think I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm I'm just excited to, you know, do things in life at this point. Okay. So when uh, so I am I'm, I'm gonna ask you this in public. I'm gonna put you out there. Okay, so go when, for when, it. We, when we when we when we going to happy hour, bro? We vaccinated, when we going? Uh okay, well let me see. Technically they say I got the Moderna. <laughs> Okay. So this has to be a 14 day period for before we can, you know. So I need to put some. Let me, let me let me let me get my calendar. Out. Put your calendar out because Lauren and I already said we're going to dinner uh, on like the first weekend. That's April 28th. In so May. after your dinner with your wife, I'm next. Yeah. Yes, we going. I'm next. We so going I'm, I'm, I'm February 15th. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take that. I'll take okay. that. I'll take. Yeah. I'll take the Sabu date. I'll take oh. that. Because <laughs> at this point, you know, it's like I'm still gonna wear my mask around town and stuff like that. Oh but yeah, absolutely. Go to restaurant, yeah, go to restaurant, mask ain't never coming like, off. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and I, as Chateau Long, even though like I only had like one vaccine at the shot at the moment, mm-hmm. um, we was in the restaurants and in the places like eating and drinking, like just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, listen. Once the, I'm a, around town, probably wear my mask. But then, like, I'm going to rest. I'm going in eating inside. I'm just mm-hmm. tired of you know just the foolishness. So it's on. So we can go. Get, we can go get some, do some good drinking. Let's go do it. So happy, uh, happy hour. Let's see what my mind is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, song of the week is on you. Song of the week is on me. It's on you. And I and do not pass it to me. I am. I you gonna throw you throw interception if you throw it to me this week. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I got. I got a good one. Um, oh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> what? what is that contraption in your head? <laughs> it is a peep. See, I, you, see, my G, my black my mulatto Jesus was not sacrificed on no on no wooden stake for this. <laughs> you about to eat <laughs> Amazon's finest cardboard? <laughs> I've never had a peep before. Okay, and let's well let's experiment right here on the pod. See. All right, hold on. Jigsaw people. Oh my God, he just been to it. Okay, this is interesting. Okay. Is it supposed to be like a marshmallow? Hmm. <laughs> oh, it's mar. Okay, it is a marshmallow. Mm-hmm. It tastes like crystally on the outside. Okay, but it doesn't really like a marsh. It doesn't taste marshmallowy. It tastes like I don't know. I'm gonna put that down. But I saw. I was you know I saw it in Brooklyn. It was in her um Easter basket, and she's out. She's with my mom. So tonight. in your, so in your 35, almost 36 years of life. Mm-hmm. 
this is your first time eating a peep. First time eating a peep. I've never had a peep before. And cause I've heard like bad things about them. And I like I'm not eating a peep. Um so would you like intentionally a weird, eat a peep again? No, it leaves, it leaves like a weird taste in your mouth. Like I feel like okay. like this weird aftertaste kind of thing. And like if I want marshmallows, I'll eat a marshmallow. Like, yeah. So we're not gonna do peep. that. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. Okay. Now that you've, you know, done that, <laughs> song of the week. We're ready. Song of the week. All right. Let me see if I All can right. pull the song of the week up. I'm I'm not going to sing it because I will not, okay. you know, disrespect any of the of the folks. Let me, okay. let me find it. Okay, I got it. Here we go. All right. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> you call him shaking. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I me and Harvey shake. I was on my right shoulder. <laughs> Well, that is from song New York. That's a New York dance. <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. <laughs> so that if if you don't know that song, I feel pity for you and your mother. Um, that is the Rough Riders anthem by DMX. You know the brother we just lost. So I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but you know it was only right to do this song that kind of put him on the map. Uh, Rough Riders anthem, probably one of my favorite songs. DMX, one of my favorite rappers of all time. So shout out to the song of the week for DMX. RP DMX. Uh, prayers up to him and his family. All right. Bless well, up. with that being said, understood, and accepted, you ready to get to the Bless Up Report? Let's do it. All right. We are here at the Bless Up Report where we shout out and we bless up black folks doing great black things and black culture and in just society in general. So we have a good one. We have some time to celebrate. Bless up to Morris Brown College here in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, and I'm Morris going Brown. to Yeah, I'm going to list what the thing is at the end. I'm going to kind of go through some history on who okay. Morris Brown is. For those that do not know. Okay, so Morris Brown College was established in, in 1881 by black folks, African Americans affiliated with the AME Church. Um Morris Brown is rich in history. For those that may or may not know, it's marching band the marching wolverines was featured in the 2002 box office hit drumline uh morris brown also has some notable alumni which include civil rights activist hosea williams pulitzer prize winning author james allen mcpherson comedian some more and this one is one of the greatest uh, alumni of any college or university uh this is your spiritual godmother joshua uh you can't be. You, nope. <laughs> you can't say who I'm thinking about to say. Uh, yeah, I, I I think it is uh, American television personality, entrepreneur, and from the Housewives of Atlanta, Lanethia. Lanethia, <laughs> Nene Leaks is listed as an alumni, notable um, alumni, a notable alumni. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what a footnote. <laughs> notable alumni. Of the Morris Brown College. So, Morris Brown College has a great li- a history. However, in the early 2000s... <laughs> are you shocked? You know, I, I don't know that Lanethia... Just, 
Does Lanithia have papers? Medigar, I don't know. Because that's what makes you an alumni. Listen. Like Bobby Valentino attended Mm -hmm. Clark Atlanta. You know, Eva from the um, the modeling show attended Mace. You know, they're, you know, did Mace ever graduate? Yeah. Mace ain't graduate. You know what I'm saying? There's some other people who attended like Morehouse mm-hmm. um, and spelled, but you know, but to say an alumni, you go ahead because I'm just, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to get hung up on them. Go, well, shout out to Nene. Howard is one of the schools that has plenty of alumni. Terrence J. Did it. They, I mean, they, Marlon, no Marlon Wayans. We, we, go, we can go no all the way down the list. No degrees. <laughs> Y'all went there. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> however, you know, Morris Brown has his rich history. But however, in the early 2000s, after a financial audit, it was revealed that Morris Brown's money was funny and his change was strange. I mean, just out here like the bishops. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, they sell, <laughs> they lost their accreditation because, you know, it was just a mess. But here after 20 years. Uh, folks coming through that college with papers that was worth the paper that you wipe your butt with, right? They regained their accreditation. Mm-hmm. So now the diplomas are legit. They mean something. They mean something. So J. Anthony Brown is smiling from the banister of heaven, <laughs> giggling like a little schoolgirl. J. Anthony Brown ain't dead. <laughs> <laughs> Purple suit on, giggling <laughs> from the banister of heaven. Jansen Brown's alive somewhere. I'm sure he's alive. He's, a, he's alive, <laughs> very much alive. He's on Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> well, well, God bless Jansen Brown. Um, if he was dead, he'd be smiling from the banister of heaven, giggling like a little schoolgirl. What is this show? With his purple, <laughs> with his purple suit on. <laughs> okay, Ooh. so so. <laughs> Bless up, Morris Brown. You <laughs> are up. now a school again. You are now a school again. <laughs> Bless <laughs> up. The AUC, from what I understand, was a very different place when Morris Brown was there. And it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like, you know, now that they've returned. Whew. Jesus. I I'm sure. Now I will say this. College students, high schoolers, if y'all look for somewhere to go, I'm sure they're giving out mass scholarships. Bro. Now that they're now that they eligible for federal funding, they're giving out mass scholarships. Apply. Right. If you ain't finished your diploma or you need to go to school somewhere, listen. Do it. Listen. Don't you? Never mind. Um, So, the billboard. (laughs) The billboard. Um, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I ask you offline. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I wish I could say (laughs) that God stayed the hand of death. Oh, Lord. But you know, his will was his will. It is. And um, usually I read the obituaries, but Brian. Considering you are a, you know, uh, um, an old school mm-hmm. hip hop fan, I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to, and you were a bigger fan of Earl oh, yeah. well, than I was. So uh, I'm going to relinquish my announcement post, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and hand it back over to you to give us the obituary section. Our, <laughs> the obituary section. So we'll call it. We'll call it rest up. Rest up section. <laughs> rest up. <laughs> rest up. <laughs> so, and, and you're absolutely right. I would unequivocally say. That DMX is probably my favorite rapper um, of all that, time. Uh, he's definitely top five. He's up there, okay. like, and that's based off of you know middle school me. Like mm-hmm. when I talk about like hip hop, I was listening to DMX heavy. Like, okay, he was my guy. Um, so you know, for those that do not know, Grammy nominated rapper, his real name is Earl Simmons, uh, was taken to White Plains Hospital February second, 
suffered from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. We played, we prayed, we had vigils, everything um, to try to see, you know, hopefully we can bring the brother back. Unfortunately, on April 9th, he passed away. So we're definitely in this time. We are not going to be selfish as fans. And, you know, we got to realize that he did have legit family um, who is grieving right now. Of course, fans can grieve, but his family actually lost someone. Uh, they lost a brother, a, a son, a uh, uncle, a father, you know, husband, all those things, ex-husband, whatever it is. They actually lost someone. So we want to first give a shout out to all the close family members and relatives of yeah. DMX. On top of that, the world also lost another brother. It's another black man who um, was flawed, who battled demons, but was a great example of like grace and mercy and uh, second chances. And even though he battled addiction and stuff like that, he really uh, was vulnerable. And it was interesting because we consider our last episode, we talked about our vulnerabilities and uh, what it was like to go through certain things and how we felt in certain moments. And the thing I love about DMX is he literally did that on every record, every interview. He cried. He uh, showed his frustration. He showed his anger. He showed his remorse, even though he was uh, arrested plenty of times. He never lied and said he didn't do anything. He was straight up honest and real and raw. And it was a great example of what a person should be. So even though we say, oh, well, he had flaws and he did these things, he was addicted and stuff like that. There are certain pieces of people we can actually look at and say, you know what? That is something good we could cherish and we can actually utilize. So I think the flawed individual who was honest uh, and um, vulnerable in every space of his life, uh, I definitely want to salute him for that. But in addition to that, I think that's something that as black men, we need to make sure we do, um, even though we may have issues and stuff like that. Be vulnerable, be honest with who you are, what you're going through. Um, and grace and mercy is for every single person. So rest up to DMX. Uh, again, one of my favorite rappers. Uh, an individual who definitely had affected my life, especially uh, when I was coming up. And for those that don't know, DMX is probably my spirit animal. Uh, close friends know that I can be super loving and passionate and spiritual at one moment, and the next want to just murder somebody. That's just who I am. Mighty God. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but rest up again, DMX, and I'm going to turn it back over to you, Joshua, if you want to say something or if you want to just go into the next next topic. I would like to say something. Go for it. And it wouldn't be me if I didn't sing it. Okay. Hezekiah Walker <laughs> said it like this. I've got a home in the sky. Gonna <laughs> tell this world goodbye. You see, I'm gonna fly away. We're gonna be caught up together. Live with Jesus Christ forever. You see, I'm gonna fly away. I will be free. That's a good one. Free one day hey, hey i will be free oh yeah free one day that was actually my first solo in choir but they just saying about me dmx has <laughs> flown away he flew he flew about he here. flew away he flew on up out of here and like brian said incredible mark in history incredible mark in culture mm-hmm. um you cannot from the banners of heaven. Yeah, you, from the banisters of heaven. <laughs> yeah, of you know, heaven. him and Pop Smoke are somewhere in a corner, just, just breeding, just breeding the Rottweiler angels. Just, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure your dog was somewhere mourning silently, <laughs> thinking about it. But no, we're definitely praying and right. rest up to definitely DMX, our brother Earl Simmons. Um, yep. Let's get on to the billboard.
Yep. So this week, um, we I know we talked about Morris Brown, good old Mo B in mm-hmm. the AUC, but another HBCU from my home state is doing big things. Uh, we saw it with Jackson State University yep. getting a former NFL player. See, I, I, Josh, let me, let me manifest this. Mm-hmm. I told y'all, sidebar, I'm going to mm-hmm. do what the young folk doing manifesting. <laughs> okay, manifest. I told y'all <clears throat> that Josh Rogers' athletic abbreviations was inspired by Kid Fury's um, sports shorts. I'm going okay. to manifest that we are going to get together and do uh, sports shorts, athletic abbreviations, <laughs> collaboration <laughs> at some point. Oh, yeah. It, anyway, <laughs> so y'all put that under, that. Y- Y'all tag Kid Fury. <laughs> y'all tell him that, you know, I would love to do Even if it's just one episode, I would just love to do it. I'm a right. huge fan of his work. Um, anyway, but, you know, JSU got Deion Sanders. TSU has said, you know, I'm a one-up you. We're going to get Eddie George. Eddie George, who is the husband of Taj George, um, my favorite um, female group of all time, SWV. Uh-huh. Um he is now the head coach of Tennessee State University in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Eddie George was an Ohio State University Heisman. Tell us all the things. You see all it, right. Brian? I see. I see, see the Heisman. You pose. see. You see my pose. I see. You, know, you know all the sports. <laughs> he was a Heisman Award winner and first round draft pick in the 1996 NFL Draft. Man, I was seven. Um, he was selected <laughs> to the Pro Bowl All Star team multiple times. Um, he was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in 2011, and he spent most of his NFL career playing for the Tennessee Titans. And for one season, they were known as the Memphis Oilers. Um, okay. And now <laughs> he was taken. He's taking his talents to Tennessee State. University uh, because they they still reside in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And this is huge for college football because it's going to be shed more light. And for those you may not know, JSU and TSU play each other in the Southern Heritage Classic, a really big HBCU classic game that's hosted in Memphis, Tennessee. So that's like Dion versus Eddie George. Like like, like all of this, you know, and the H and and you from Memphis or the Memphis area, the Southern Heritage Classic is already like legit. Mm-hmm. This huge Brian, we gotta we should make that a trip if we they're hosting do. it this year. Um, but the Southern Heritage Classic is already this huge thing mm-hmm. as far as black culture. And to add these two monumental players to the like ticket, I think it's gonna make it so much more bigger. Um so let's let's do this. Let's let's decree and declare that ESPN oh. picks this up. Let's you know what I'm saying? This becomes a big thing because I really believe we need to send black talent to black schools and that the NFL does not need to overlook these black schools and this mm-hmm. black talent. Um, so I'm super excited about what this means for the future of HBCU um, football. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of let, – let, let, let me get this out the way. White folk are doing what white folk do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, sh- I should have just did this first, but it's okay. Um, we had a pocket of joy. We're going to end it with some more joy. Yes. Uh, in, in one week, bro, mm-hmm. we've had three events of just mm-hmm. terribleness from um, white people. A video surfaced of a second lieutenant, uh, Karen Nazario, being mm-hmm. threatened, uh, pepper spray and handcuffed, and forced to lay on the ground at a gas station by a Nasty. police officer. Just nasty. Another video release showed Army Sergeant Jonathan um, Pentland assaulting a young black man who was in the wrong neighborhood, but was really his neighborhood. Right. Um, and then we've we've known and uh, we've been seeing and bombarded with the news about Dante Wright, who was pulled over. Um, the irony of it all, mm-hmm. um, while while uh, um, Officer uh, Chauvin is on trial mm-hmm. uh, for the for the murder of George Floyd, here we are mm-hmm. again, right. the same state. 
right there in another suburb of, of St. Paul, Minneapolis. Dante mm-hmm. Wright was pulled over having an air freshener in the window. And my wife did say, I think she had a minor traffic violation and they told her like it is against the law they just don't really enforce it um but air freshener in the window and ended up being murdered by former officer kimberly um potter doing a routine traffic stop she alleged she meant to use a taser but accidentally she didn't accidentally do anything um discharged a firearm and if for no other reason y'all want to know why we say black lives matter this is exactly why we say it Black mm-hmm. people are dying and being killed and being assaulted and being harassed all over the right. place. And one that we did not mention, I don't remember the guy's name, but there was a black guy, um, Brian, I think here in Georgia, who got pulled over for doing five miles under the speed limit. Oh, I think I saw that. I saw Under that. the speed limit. Yeah. And the officer had, he couldn't even explain. He was trying to ask him all kinds and gave him a warning. And then when the police, the guy did something I would not recommend, got out of his car and asked him, say, hey, why would you even give me a warning? He was like, don't you think it's suspicious if you were going five miles under? No. No, it's Because not. if I was going one mile over, you would have tried to clock me for speed. And like, right. But anyway, these are the kind of things that we as black men go through. And I'm going to throw this out here. Last night, my younger son ran downstairs before he mm-hmm. went to sleep crying, real tears, because he said, I don't want my daddy to die and get killed by the police. Wow. This isn't a six-year-old's brain. Wow. This is what he's processing. This is what the world is doing to our children. And and I had to comfort him midway. I had to stop my workout and comfort mm. my six-year-old and tell him, you know, as much as I could, I said, man, I believe God is going to cover your dad. Right. I believe we're going to be okay. And he accepted that and went to sleep. But he has that fear already, and it's mm. gr- and and it's hard, man. Being a a wow. black father raising a black son who one day will be driving at 16, 17 oh, yeah. years old, right? And you know, you know, I know we joke about Gwinnett and Cobb, but like you know, we live in yeah. these suburban areas, right? And right. just like the guy who's walking in the wrong neighborhood, I don't want him playing basketball in the neighborhood right. or walking from school or you know whatever, mm-hmm. and you know somebody may not recognize him. You know what I'm saying? And, God forbid something happens, right? Right, So, But anyway, this is why we say Black Lives Matter. This is why we cannot let their foot up off their necks. This is why we are going so hard. And and please hear me. I don't know if any of y'all on the jury listen to the podcast. I I, I see the stats. Somebody from Minnesota listened to us. So cause we we get numbers from up there, right? If if you know somebody who's on the jury, if you can somehow send them some type of message while they're sequestered, mm-hmm. please do the right thing, right? Do the right thing. There is overwhelming evidence overwhelming. that this that this off this former officer killed mm-hmm. killed this black man. Um, do the right thing because if y'all thought Rodney King and them L.A. riots was something, mm-hmm. Minnesota's about to burn to the ground. Oh yeah, if this if this don't go in the right way. Oh yeah. So. Uh, I'm gonna get off that soapbox because this is this is supposed to be a very fun and light episode. So, <laughs> oh, um, we'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I know that it will. Uh, so, um, versus versus is the thing is the gift that keeps on giving, and sometimes that gives us very bad gifts. Um, but for those who are not aware. Um, April 20th, 420 is a national holiday for those who smoke the marijuana, the ganja. Uh-huh. Mary um, Jane. Mary I'm a, oh, I'm in love with Mary Jane. That's a good song. She is my main thing. She makes me feel all right. Mm-hmm. She makes my heart sing. Uh-huh. And when I'm feeling low, yes. she comes with no support. Surprise, mm-hmm. turns me on here to love, takes me to paradise. 
Do you love me, Mary Jane? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. do you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Think you love me, Mary Jane? Don't you play no game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you in good voice today. Good voice. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, Brad, I feel that thing. So. <laughs> well, I was not vibing today at 16 and talking about drugs. I wasn't doing right. no drugs in my mama's sanctified house. Right. Any, anyway, um, Versus was, gi- was giving the people a special How High Versus featuring notable weed smokers and hip hop. Le- Did you know Jaleel White, a.k.a. Steve Urkel, is coming out with his own brand of cannabis called the Purple Urkel? That is funny. Yeah. I didn't see that. That's kind of funny. He's partnered with this organization called, I think, 17 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But anyway, so they're doing this. So Hip Hop Legends, Red Man and Myth and Man, I'm sure you're excited because you're the most East Coast, West Coast brother I've ever met in my life. Um, who's doing this? Are you excited about this versus Brian? Are you going to be uh, like hype? Are you going to, you know? It's kind of weird. Like, because part of me is like, I don't know if I'm going to watch it, but even though I love Red and Meth, I'm not even going to lie. I'm a good, I'm, I'm a fans of Red and Meth. Do they have 20 hits? Okay, so be honest. Don't 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 cap. As the young Twenty say. hits a piece, not Wu Tang. Oh no! If you take out if you Method Man has <laughs> probably has a better catalog than Red Man, but then they have songs together too. Um, but I I don't know, man. Twenty a piece. Mm-hmm. Now I think they have twenty a piece. They probably like good ten fifteen like a piece. Good good strong. It ain't yeah. it ain't like uh, Uncle Fest. Well, they gave us a strong 20. They gave us four hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Brad and Matt, they could probably give us, you know, maybe 10, 15 each. Well, they have definitely have a strong like 20, 25 together if they just combine their their careers. Uh, and then they add in some other stuff like some um some features and Wu-Tang stuff that they've done. Stuff. Some Wu Tang stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, uh, I may or may not watch it. Okay. Can I sing the second verse of Mary Jane? It's it's on my back. Go for it. Get it out. Get it out. I'm in love with Mary Jane. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Mary likes to play around. I let her have a fun. And <laughs> she's not the kind of girl that you can just tie down. She's like the spread of love and turn your head around. Do you love me, Mary? Jane, yeah. Oh, 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 do you? Oh, do you? I was do, you? do you? Do you? Do you? you think you love me, Mary Jane? Don't you play no game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you act like you own Mary Jane. <laughs> oh, no, I am so with. I'm how anything. I'm how on the Lord Jesus. <laughs> What Dorinda say in the closet? I ain't smoking no dope. I ain't smoking no reefer. I got an overdose of the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus. All right. He's good. He's a he's a one in our soul. <laughs> Don't you give me? I feel another one bubbling. Don't you get me started? <laughs> you do this stuff on purpose. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, that is a versus that we may or may not be looking forward right. to, but it's happening anyway. So. Right. We're really just waiting on SWV and, and May Escape. 8th. It's on my calendar. It's marked. We're we waiting calendar. on May 8th, 8th. For, for SWV to wash Escape. Uh, I'm going to ask you this now real quick. 
Mm-hmm. You think Tiny gonna show up considering everything they got going on? Yeah, she gonna show up. Cause I, I think about it, you ain't heard nothing really about that since that came up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they, it's, I think they've taken this approach of like, we ain't gonna talk about it and it's just gonna go away. So yeah, I oh. think she'll show up though. So my dad, friend of the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> he listened last week. Remember I said I would like to see Cameo, but I couldn't think of anybody. Okay. He said Cameo should go against Lakeside. Okay. And I was okay. like, okay. I said, look, look at the old school coming through with the group. I said, because I couldn't think of anybody. But this is what he posed to me because he said he's been having difficulty. Okay. He said he wants to see Stevie Wonder in a versus, oh. but he can identify anyone who could go against Stevie Wonder. Nobody. Stevie Wonder can do the, to do the Ronald Isley, <laughs> the Isley Brothers, Earth, Wind & Fire versus by himself. Mm-hmm. He has a strong 2025 by himself. Bro, I was thinking the only person who I think would be able to do it is dead and it's not a man, and that's Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah. That's In it. terms of like the, the weight of that catalog? Yeah. Unless you, uh, okay, I got one that might be able to do it. Okay. Um, but that's off of writing too. Smokey Robinson mm. might be able to be a solid battle because of just his pen. Oh, you know who else? I mean, he dead too. Luther. Luther has some good songs. Luther got 20, 30 strong hits. So oh, we're yeah. going just 20 for 20. I mean, I think Stevie may have the upper hand, but then mm-hmm. again, it depends on what Luther play. Because <laughs> Luther play like a house is not a hole, you know what I'm right. saying? He, you know what I'm saying? He started pulling, and Luther was like all up into the early 2000s. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, Luther's deceased got rest his soul, but I think that would probably be the most reasonable battle, a Luther Stevie Wonder. I mean, because yeah. Luther got hits. Yeah, because Steve, Stevie, Stevie got him too. Stevie, Stevie will, will wash. I think wash almost anybody. Anybody. I think the only people, the only people who's going against Stevie and having a chance are dead. I said Aretha, you got Luther, Michael Jackson. Like those are the people who I mean, and Michael Jackson, of course, is a whole another genre, but you just right. I'm just thinking about the weight of the catalogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You you gotta consider that. Cause no one else can really keep up. The dude was yeah. singing since he was like 12. Yeah. And if James Brown was alive, he might be able to touch him. Mm-hmm. But again, we, like we should have saw James Brown, Little Richard versus. <laughs> Can you imagine what bruh. that would have been? The room, <laughs> bruh. I would have enjoyed that. Oh, I would have. I would have watched all two and a half hours of that. Richard Penniman on a on a versus, like <laughs> the, would have been cutting up on a versus. He would have told us all about how he's the originator and the innovator listen, and how somebody stole who stole the song. And Listen, the godfather of the Jigsaw podcast. <laughs> listen, he is. He's all of that. <laughs> he is all of the things. All right. Uh, here's a win for black folk. Black folks, you should be excited about this, Brian. Um, Bruce's Beach. Okay. I'm In Los Angeles County, mm-hmm. California. Bruce's Beach was a plot of land that was developed by Willa. That's a that's a that is a black name. You know, y'all know we love name. a strong black name here on the Jigsaw. Willa and Charles Bruce in 1912 in a predominantly white beachfront um in Southern California. The Bruce's development included a bathhouse and a dining dining house for mm-hmm. black folks and had access to public beaches, uh, which were usually restricted. However, in the 1920s, property values soared and black folk was essentially pushed out of the area. And between racial tensions and imminent domain proceedings, um, the Bruce's land was essentially stolen from them and the colonizers did what they typically did, even out there in California. Um, right. But however, how be ever, how be ever, God stepped in. 
And in 2020, didn't he do it? He did it. Mm -hmm. And in 2020, a task force was created to investigate what happened with Bruce's Beach. And as of this year, the county supervisor, Janice um, Hahan or Hahan or however you want to say that, Mm -hmm. uh, Janice, Auntie Janet, um, Mm -hmm. said that the parcel of land that was taken will be given back to the descendants of Willa and Charles Bruce. So Black Beach... Mm-hmm. Laguna Beach, <laughs> <laughs> Bruce's Beach. Mm-hmm. Brian, when I go to LA, I gotta go with you, and you gotta take me to Bruce's Beach. We're gonna find it. We're gonna find it. We're gonna go. We gotta there. find and it. Just, we gotta listen. And, and just say, I, I gotta figure out if we part of that beach. Because if we part of that beach, I'm I'm showing out. Listen, I'm taking my shirt off and putting on baby oil in front of the sign, just right, <laughs> just right there, just shining, 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 yeah. In what front about this, of though? the beach, yeah. Go ahead. If, if black folks say, you know, Bruce, if if, if they give it back to the family, right, mm-hmm. and they really like did something with it, and like did it, Bruce Beach, Black Beach, and really made like a whole black thing, mm-hmm. like. I mean, I got I got to use this word, niggas. We would we would freaking like make that one of the best places on the world in the world, the best beach. Like we would turn that place out. Imagine this: Issa D's Coachella on Bruce's Bleach, bruh. Beach bash, just bruh. can you see phew. that the black Coachella on Bruce's Beach, bruh, bruh? Can you imagine? Um, the um the, the 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 what's the thing that uh the brunch that Jay Z be hosting? Oh, the uh Rock Nation brunch. The Rock Nation brunch on Bruce's beach mm-hmm. instead of the vineyard on the beach. Mm-hmm. That'd be something. Ain't it something? Mm-hmm. Oh, the possibilities. Right. Let's do that and make this real good. All right, lastly, mm-hmm. a blackity black, black, black. Okay. Billboard. Okay. Now you know we don't really stand for Tyler Perry around here. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We we you not know for his, we, not for his product. Not for his product. However, okay. Tyler Perry just got a new deal mm-hmm. with Showtime. Oh, okay. Not, Showtime money. Not, not bet. Mm-hmm. AKA BET. Right. He owns. Not them. TV One. <laughs> not own okay. OWN, the Oprah Winfrey Network. Showtime. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Showtime, Showtime, they were responsible for the Soul Food, the series. Showtime, <laughs> that is responsible for the shy. Yep. Showtime um, has picked up, and this show is in development. It is called Maybell. It is a prequel, an Ooh. origin story to Madea. Okay. Um, oh, that sounds good. And he, here's the beauty Tyler mm-hmm. Perry ain't right. Look at God. He's only EPing it. Uh, writers are Janika and Jashika. Strong black names. Black names. <laughs> Strong black names. Janika and Jashika James. Um, they were bless they up were to future, them. <laughs> bless up to them and they mama. Um, <laughs> twins, the twins, Janika and Jashika, were also writers on the hit show Empire. They're going to be leading the writing team here on Maybell. Um, pay up per Maybell's official description. Um, every great story has to start somewhere, and Medea, um, and every legend, excuse me, has a beginning. Long before she was um, known as the force of Medea, she was a smart, fierce, irresistible, dangerous, crazy twenty-something black woman named Mabel Simmons. And when she moved to Atlanta in 1972, she set the city and the world on fire. I'm excited, bro, because me we're going to see. 
possibly when Cora was born, when she met Brown, the affair she mm-hmm. had with Brown, allegedly, mm-hmm. her stripper days, when she was fighting for, when she went to jail. And I just think having these black women tell the story of a black woman mm-hmm. in their 20s, um, it's just going to be dope. Of course, it's going to be filmed on, on Tyler Perry Studios, but Gotta be. we can deal with it. Tyler oh, yeah. Perry Studios ain't never been our issue. No, no, no. It is Tyler Perry's lack of detail when it comes to things like hair and makeup, when it comes to right. like plots, plot, storylines, story <laughs> continuity, any and things thing. like that, right? That's, that's how, how did she get on the boat, brother? How did she get on the boat? We still don't know how, how Taraji we don't know. got on that boat. We, don't uh, we know. still don't know why Grace, how Grace Wig changed three times in questioning in the same jail cell, in the same day, within hours. So, right. We don't know. But anyway, we're super excited. And, and black folk, we're going to support Tyler Perry regardless. We are. Because this we is are. what we do. We I watched the fall. I knew all the things I know about Tyler Perry and still watched the fall from grace on purpose. We, we all did. We all we all did. All watched it. We all watched it. And we all <laughs> complained. And then, and when he dropped something else, we're going to watch that too. Ash was, Ash was up here last night watching the freaking Tyler Perry a play on BT. They replayed a play on BT. I said, girl, why are you watching this? <laughs> like, why are we choose? Why did you wake up and choose violence today and watch right. this? Um, but anyway, I'm excited. I'm low key. I'm excited about. Maybelle. I'm excited too. I'm excited about Maybell. Um, hopefully, like we get to see some features from like a Issa Rae or Regina King doing their great. kind of directorial kind of stuff. Kerry Washington, all that different kind of stuff. Um, so super excited about that, Brian. Yes, the moment that I've been waiting for, Bruh. We come into the living room. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's a woman also. He got a we got a superstar. We do. A legend. Here. She is my friend. <laughs> Not just a friend of the podcast. She is my friend. She is my high school mate. We didn't go to mm-hmm. high school together. We went to the same high school. Shout out to mm-hmm. Hillcrest in Memphis. Um, she is a member of the uh, infamous and notorious mm-hmm. Three Six Mafia. Uh-huh. Um, she is a solo artist in her own right. Mm-hmm. She is the queen of queen. Southern rap. The queen. I'm gonna say, None, say that again, Joshua. Say the that again. Queen uh-huh. of Southern rap. Uh-huh, make it plain. Um, nobody like her. You know, mm-hmm. often imitated, never duplicated. Never duplicated. My girl, my homie, mm-hmm. M-Town's finest, Lola Mitchell, better known as Gangsta Boo, uh-huh. is on the freaking jigsaw. <laughs> but she's here. She's here. So grab your drink, grab your snack, grab your Skittles. If you your from Memphis, get you a get you a dill pickle, put a peppermint down the middle, pour you some peanuts and a Coca-Cola, do whatever country stuff you got to do. Get you a fish sandwich. Like Brian said, get you some scissor. Do whatever you <laughs> got to do. And let's go kick up your feet and let's go have a conversation with my girl, Gangsta Boo. I'm chief in heaven. Understand me, baby. It's Gangsta Boo. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Let's go. I'm excited. Let's go. <laughs> All right, ring a ling a ling folks. We do have a legend in the building today in the living room. Yes, However, um, Josh, you from the 901. I am. So I think it might make more sense for you to introduce this guest. I'm extremely <laughs> excited, but I think it might be the best thing ever happened in your life. 
Absolutely. So as a, <laughs> as, as a kid from Memphis, as a kid from the Haven, we got a legend in the room. She legend. is, you know, the rap queen of the South. Um, I'm still on all still on all of my playlists right now. We have um the, the legend herself, Gangsta Boo is in the building. She's yeah. in the building. She's come That's to the so virtual cool. living room. She's here. Um, so Gangsta Boo, introduce yourself for the people who everybody should know, but people who might not know, oh, yeah, let them know who you are. <laughs> what up, what up? This is me, your girl Gangsta Boo, aka Lola Mitchell, born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. And um, yeah, that's about it. I'm from the group 36 Mafia, the first female of the group. So yeah, that's about it. Pretty much long story short, Gangsta Boo 36, Lola Mitchell, Memphis, Tennessee representative. Represented. That's what's up. So we're gonna jump straight on in this joint. Yep. Um, so like tell the people how did you get your start in the rap game? Uh, just <laughs> I hate questions like this. It's so bland. <laughs> okay, well, it's like boring. Sorry. I just in the rap game. Like, I mean, okay, who, who, you know, start out as poetry. I don't know. <laughs> who was the first like, person you you battled and destroyed? Huh? Who was the first person you battled and destroyed? That's a good question. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably all the dudes in the group. Hey. <laughs> 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 that's that's what that's why they was able to put a, a look fucking female in a group like whoa this little bitch got down bad. <laughs> nah, yeah, like pretty much all push it aside. Like I don't know really how I started rapping. I just always was writing and mm-hmm. you know just kind of happened to be honest. Some of the things just kind of happened. Kind of like I, it's no wasn't a script to it. You know what I'm saying? But I've been doing it since I was like fourteen. I got with the group when I was fourteen. So. But I definitely started out writing poetry and it just kind of let went from there, you know. No, that's what's up. So so tell us, like, all right, so how do you feel about hip hop today as compared to when you first entered the game? I don't feel anything about it. I just let these oh, I feel like they're getting rich as hell. <laughs> okay. Right. That, that's a feeling. I feel like the money phone boy making me wish I was goddamn uh new Gen Z. <laughs> all these money phones these folks be having today. And I'm like, yo, wait the hell are these folks getting uh be what what the hell they doing i ain't do <laughs> but I, I don't really you know i i'm i'm old too you know i don't want to be biased but you know the older you get obviously you look at the young motherfucker like huh you can't really relate but i respect yeah if that makes sense no that makes sense yeah. it makes perfect sense yeah, it makes perfect I, sense. I respect it because it ain't easy and they are working their ass off especially a lot of the, the ladies with the dancing and the, the, the choreography the you know it ain't is not easy at all, but um, I don't necessarily. I can't relate to all of them. I'm not a fan of auto tune. I think a lot of people sound the same. Everybody sounds like they're from Memphis. I mean, it's really hard to relate, you know, especially when I'm, I, you know, if I'm not learning nothing, I, I don't know. I don't really care to listen to it. And that makes perfect sense because I, I'm, I'm, I feel the same way, and and my friends kind of get on my my uh, case. I'm like an old school hip hop head. And I don't want to say old school, but I like '90s hip hop. If it ain't '90s hip hop, then I really don't want to listen to it. Um, but I'm trying to do better with trying to give you know the current generation a chance. Um, yeah, because I just, they're jamming now. They, it's some motherfuckers jamming now. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just if I can relate, I can relate. If I can't, right. I can't. But right. I 100 definitely appreciate it. Bet. Yeah, I appreciate it because it's still motivation even for me sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like I love, I love all the, what the ladies are doing. I, I love Cardi's songs, like Up. You know, I, I support a lot of people, but I'm more of an underground. Like, you know, I like the underdogs. Who Who are some folks that you think that people should be listening to right now? I love Key Glock. I always listen to Key Glock. 
Okay. He's from Memphis. He's from South Memphis, I think. Uh, yeah. God, who I be listening to? I be on it. I be on it old school shit like that. <laughs> I was just playing that on uh, Nas. If I rule the world, like I'm. You know, Ooh, that's my know, awesome I'm song. Listen to uh, really old school, like uh, Marvin Gaye, David Ruffin. I don't really listen to too much rap. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, you know what I do, I do, but. And like that's interesting because I can hear some of that that old school influence in your music, specifically in what them dollars at the whole beat, everything is straight pimping on that song. So like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, it Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's that's one of my one of my all time favorite joints. Um, deep people oh, yeah. in Atlanta don't know about no show enough. Um, but uh, <laughs> but like like how like like I guess take us through that process. How do you fuse like some of that old school into your rap, into your lyrics, into the music you put out? Uh, I don't necessarily do that. Okay. I have my own formula that I'm not going to put out there. A lot of people are stealing my sound anyway. But no, I, I just, just go in the studio and, you know, do my thing. To be honest, I don't necessarily be music that inspire me. It could be a television show. It could be an ocean. It could be anything. It could be the weed I smoke. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I hear you. It, it don't necessarily have to be a old school music or nothing. Inspiration comes from all places. Josh kind of talked about, you know, one of my favorite songs, Where Them Dollars At. Yeah. Um, that we played on the on the podcast a couple of yeah, weeks ago. I saw that. I appreciate that, guys. <laughs> um, could we like to do a song that we can? We like to, of course, you know, give our legends the flowers. Yeah. Um, but, I know, that's right. Yeah, because we had a conversation and we were saying, Where Them Dollars At, we were just offline, was really one of the first songs that kind of sparked, even though, you know, may not have been like a strip club song, but it, it kind of sparked that era. It's definitely a strip it, club anthem. Yeah, it's, it's an anthem. And it paved <laughs> yeah, yeah. the way. Yeah, that just still be going right now. Like I, I get booked off that song. I'll be like, hello, I got other songs, guys. <laughs> but um, I learned to embrace that because if let's say, you know, when the bad boy reunion did they tour, when motherfuckers do um tours, like the fans do wanna I don't want to hear. I mean, I love the new material, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm going to see, let's see, a Buster Rhymes or something. I'm gonna wanna goddamn, I'm gonna go crazy when he performs, put your hands up where my eyes can see. Oh, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I like yeah. I'm gonna go crazy when I hear the nostalgic songs. So um, you know, I had to respect that from a fan's point of view. Like motherfuckers be wanting goddamn hear that shit that's gonna make them be like, Yes, I remember when I was listening to this, you know. So yeah, where dollars are still it's, it's still a cult classic right now. Yeah, and we saw that you uh you dropped the remix in 2018, I think with Asian Doll and Cash Doll. Yeah, Asian Doll and Cuban Doll. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess what made you say you, after all them years you wanted to drop the remix? Was it because it was the the 20th anniversary of the song, or was it, you know, you just, uh, I think it was an music. idea, but I think it was an idea from B King, the producer I was working with at the time. I'm really okay. not sure to be honest with you. People have been trying to get me to do it for a long time. And I don't know. And I think at that time when I did do it, it uh, Asian doll and Cuban doll had fell out of some shit. So uh, I was like, Oh, well, these little bitches ruined my goddamn remix, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they, look good for they, they look girly, but I, I, I like both of them. Cuban, my Cuban, my partner, <laughs> I fuck with, and I, I, I fuck with Asian too. So, yeah, and um, and I kind of don't want to dwell on that because it, to me it's, it's still a great song, and I feel like you know, uh, it's 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 a definitely a classic. Do you feel that you get the respect as an MC that you deserve? Uh, I don't, I don't even look at it like that. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I honestly don't uh, look at it like that. I feel, uh, I feel like I'm the blueprint, so I, I don't really. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not insecure. My fans, my fans feel like they're more than me. I be chilling. I live in LA. I smoke on good weed. I hit the ocean. 
I'm a part of a group that's legendary as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear my cadence and a lot of things. I Man, mean, we I hear your cadence in so I'm much. Alive, don't I'm we? Well, I'm able. <laughs> I still look great. I'm still doing amazing <laughs> things. I'm on amazing projects. I have all kind of businesses going on this year. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not a battle rapper. So it's like, I'm not trying to be the the, the number one MC of all time. That ain't never been my focus. So I just don't look at it like that. Yeah. So like, yeah, when, like you said something so dope because me and Brian was just talking. Like We've heard a lot of women in rap today and your cadence is all up and through their songs and, and all that different kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I guess, how does that make you feel knowing, right, that you paved the way for some of these, some of these rappers just out now? I don't get a kick out of it. It's just whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, as motherfuckers paved mm-hmm. the way for me, you know? So I don't get a kick out of it. It's just, just interesting. It's like, oh, it's pretty interesting. It's more interesting than anything. Like, oh. You know, you don't expect it. I mean, when you're little and rapping with a bunch of dudes, you don't think that it's going to be a chicken head challenge on fucking TikTok. <laughs> 30 years right. later, you know what I mean? Although that's the on that song, it's still I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fortunate to be in a position that I'm in to be a part of a cult, following a cult, a cult group, a, you know, a legendary group. But yeah, and um, so let's, let's, you have a great history. If I guess I'm allowed to ask this question, if you can like hop on a track with anybody right now, yeah, who that's you a good one. Rap with. I'll fucking, uh, cause the fans want to do it. Uh, I mean, Oh uh, yeah, I, I I will work with Megan. I will work with Cardi. I will work with uh, Kim. I would want to do something with uh, who else? Like we just talking about rappers. Um, I want to do something with like really whoever. But right now, fans' choice would be probably Megan, so I can um, uh, so I can show her how to do it. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just Please. I'm just playing. But yeah, <laughs> she was she's she's somebody I want to work with because she's from the south. And people say um, that she reminds mm-hmm. oh. them of me, and so yeah, I just want to hear what we would sound like on the track together. Oh, we want to we want to hear what you sound like on the track together. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would love that. That's what I say. I would love to because I mean, oh, yeah. it's you know, fans keep saying that she sounds like me, or they re- or she reminds them of me. So now it's in my head, like wow, I wonder what mm-hmm. would we sound like on the track together? Because I do think that she be snapping, and uh, you know, she got bars and flows and. You know, she from the South. I, I like people from the South. I, love, I, I represent the South, so. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's really it. I don't even, like, I, I don't even think about working with people like that. i never been a feature type chick. Absolutely. Yeah, and that probably would be one of the best songs. Sure yeah, you know. We'll both be bumping on that motherfucker. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly what we need right now. So, like, Killing yeah, we both be bumping. Mm. So you said you got like some some um you're working on some businesses, you got all these things going on. So can you can you tell us maybe what Gangsta Boo got in the pipeline? Some stuff we can be looking for? Yeah, sure. Thanks for asking. I got a a project that I am working on called the Blueprint. Okay. I got um I got yeah, I got like because I'm in LA, so I got it's a lot of I'm doing this. I really can't speak on it too much. Yeah, but I got casted for a TV show that I'm gonna be a part of. Uh like I said, I can't Ooh. speak too much of that. And we're going to start filming in May. So I'm not sure if it's going to come out like the end of the year or top of the year. And yeah, just man, really hanging out. But the blueprint is the music. And I'm really looking forward to that. And it's like if we if if, if it was pregnant, it'll be like four and a half months pregnant. Like so I'm still like in the beginning stages of yeah. it. But yeah, I'm writing and I'm pretty much I've, I laid the foundation of how I wanted to go. And now I just got to put it together. And hopefully I have it knocked out before I uh, start filming for this TV show in May. 
Dope, dope, dope. So we, we, when it does come out, we're going to probably ask you to come back in so we can tell the people how great you are in this new music. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be dope, too, man. Um, I got a, I got a record Ooh. called Sucker Free that I'm going to actually release real soon. Okay. I got a record called Goofy. Yeah, it's jamming. It's, it's, it's 100% jamming. I'm really stoked. I ain't going to lie dope. about it. I'm stoked. And, you know, I'm just doing my thing. I'm independent. I'm still affiliated with the group. Me and Paul, we talk all the time on um, the mess, the DMs. And I was just with Lil White the other day in L.A. Can't wait to get back to touring because we were supposed to do a business market tour last summer mm-hmm. before quarantine hit. So I'm just really keeping my peace, my zen, and just trying to stay focused and and pray and pray it up, you know? Yeah. How often? I, I saw. I actually saw that on, um, on your IG that you was with Lil White. How often do you get back to the M, though? I haven't been to Memphis since uh, last January. Okay. Uh, before, before COVID hit. And, um, you know, I, I, that was obviously no nobody was really traveling last year, visiting their families or whatever, especially if it was, you know, their parents had health issues or whatever. So, but, um, yeah, I haven't been, dude, in over a year. This is the first, uh, I wouldn't say the first time, but, you know, I, I'm ready to go ahead and get back and visit my mom. Lil White was actually in L.A. visiting. Okay. So I, I don't come to Memphis often like I used to because of COVID, actually. No, yeah, that no. makes sense. Plus, I live in LA. It's far, you know. Hey, I'm 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 from Southern California. So you are. How do you like? I am. I'm from actually Pomona, California. It's about thirty minutes from uh, Los Angeles. Oh, so you here? So no, nah, I live in Georgia, but I'm from California. Okay, say less. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how do you how do you like California? Let's, let's talk oh, about I that. love like LA. It? I've been here for seven years. I love it. I love the weed. It's easy access. <laughs> I love the ocean. I love the hills. Like you know, I mm-hmm. I didn't think I would like it. Um, like this enough to stay, mm-hmm. but I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I fell in love, moved out here. Uh, my boyfriend, he was born and raised here, so it was just like, oh shit. And then I got so used to it, and um, even when we broke up, I was like, I don't want to go back. I'm chilling. So yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I I fell in love with it, and seven years went by so fast. It don't even feel like I've been yep. here almost a decade. Yeah, it's it's one of the best places, and, and all the things that you said as far as the proximity to the beach, the mountains, to all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I, I love it. You know, so. one thing I do be missing, I miss the uh, seasons because I, I love rain every now and then, and sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm in a fucking Truman show every goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> and clouds. Yeah. You and then the other day it was cloudy, but no rain. It's like okay, LA. So we just gonna yeah. be gloomy for none, huh? Right. We have <laughs> we have two seasons in Southern California. It's Summer and, and spring. That's it. You know, <laughs> it don't get cold. None of that stuff. Well, it get it get chilly. Get chilly. But these motherfuckers <laughs> act like it's in 20 degrees. It'd be, it be like it'd be 50 degrees and they'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so cold. I'd be like, yo, you guys got some bougie little people here. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we absolutely so, do. So, yeah, so, so what have you done in L.A. to compensate for the good food that you used to in Memphis? Because you know they ain't they ain't smacking no, like that in L.A. No, 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 they ain't stuff like that at all. <laughs> Real talk. Uh, but I got friends here. Um, one of my girlfriends, she's from Atlanta. She a chef, thank God. So we could, you know, I make what because I've been out here for so long, so I cook my own shit. And to be honest, I got accustomed to the food here. Like, I love Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, Cheese. Look, Chick Fil A got some good ass mac and cheese. As long as I got some mac and cheese and some greens, I'm straight. <laughs> mac yeah. and cheese, greens, and some fried chicken, I'm good. So, what's the one thing and that you've missed the most though about Memphis since being out there? My mom, like my family, family and yeah. like the culture. The culture. Everybody sound like me. Everybody talk the same. Mm-hmm. They be like, "What up, boo?" It's just like I see my old friends. You know, I just feel comfortable. I feel 
gangster. You know what I'm saying? I feel just in my comfort zone. It's my home. That's all I know. I was born and raised in Memphis. I don't care how long I be out of town somewhere. It's like, I am Memphis. It's in me. So I just miss being home sometimes. But I know it's not a place for me to live at right now. No, no, that's fair. Because I've been in Atlanta, shoot, 14 years now? And I left Memphis back in... Yeah, I love it. I I was in the A for 13 years before I came here. Okay, okay. Um, Let me ask you this. I love love Memphis. But this is something I don't know as a fan. How how did we get the, I guess, the name Gangsta Boo? Okay. uh, Well, right now, Gangsta is getting a necessary greatness stimulating the abnormal. Okay. Mm. Back then, it was meant just because it was just a name that I came up with because young Memphis rappers back, back in the day, all the guys you had Gangsta Pat, Gangsta Black, mm-hmm. Gangsta This, Gangsta That, is still playing Max or Gangsters. You feel right. me? So I just decided to be a gangster. And um, yeah, Boo just come from actually my auntie used to like nickname, like call me like Boo Boo or Boo or whatever. And then, but what made me really think about it was uh, when I was trying to come up with a name, I had other names when I did Gangsta Boo. I remember I had got into it with this girl. Her name was Boo, Boo Boo, I think. She's with my next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. And we got into a fight. And I remember saying, you know what? I'ma steal that bitch name. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, I was young and she was like in a fucking seventh grade. And I was like, but that's just a memory I have. Like, you know what I'm saying? I re- I remember it. Cause I mean, that's the only boo I knew mm-hmm. at the time. Like, you know what I mean? And I just remember saying, huh, I'ma take her name. I don't know if you know why I said that, but I remember that. And I don't remember why I put gangster in front of it outside of gangster black, gangster pet, gangster this guy. Like, you know, Memphis is pimp, players, max, gangster. Bit. All right. So um, we used to kind of ask these questions. And uh, if you were to pick, I guess, five songs, like if you're going to listen to five songs for the rest of your life, which songs would they be? That's a good question. Mm. Uh, Marvin Gaye. Uh, it'd be a... Uh, uh, when did you stop loving me? Okay. Mm. Uh, it would be shit. That's a good question, dude. Uh, Kanye West. Um, uh, wait till I get my money right. Okay. Mm. Uh, it would be shit. Tupac. Uh, probably White Man's World. Okay. Mm. That's three. Um, and so many though, man. Five. No, it's like. It's hard to say because I got Alcan's songs. Like, yeah, man, that's that's hard. I, you should. Have, I, I would have had to think about that one and wrote it down because that's a real good question. I'm gonna have to do a follow up on that one because I got a I got a few songs that I always do through acting. You know, mm-hmm. for the rest of my life, like shit, just like me. <laughs> that's like rotation. Like, I mean, these are the only songs I don't know. I'm gonna have to throw some Project Panda in that motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good question. But off the top, it'll definitely be some Motown shit. I'll just say that. Like, um, you know, that's a really good question. No, that's what's up. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, five. I have to do like a top ten or something. Mm-hmm. That is a good question. Now I'm curious. Oh, what songs would I listen to? <laughs> I might have to go. Yeah, no, I might have to fucking text her all that one because that's a good. <laughs> a bit. Just let us know. Let us know. Let us know. So if you if you could be in if they approach if Swiss Beast and Timberland approach you in a versus, would you be willing to be down in one? Uh no. No. <laughs> I don't have enough songs like that. I mean, that had to be a group thing. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, no, nah, I wouldn't. I mean, no, money is one thing, you know. So mm-hmm. 
if motherfuckers offer that bag, I mean, obviously, but and that's that's not a bad platform, but it's nothing that I desire. I'm pretty low key and private. I don't even do interviews like this. Well, we definitely appreciate you coming on here. We listen, we like you know, what I'm saying, Car- carving moment. it out for us because moment. we've said on the show. Yeah, I appreciate it. A- yeah, no, I appreciate it. It be some of my spirit that be telling me to do do uh, you know do this or that. But yeah, the last, the latest interview I did was with Talib Kweli, and before that was shit. I don't even know. Like I said, I don't really. I do. I'm here and there, but oh, then I did. Uh, well, you know, um, Anthony for uh, Anyway, I do a few. I pick and choose. Yeah, you know, you know, I pick and choose. Yeah, depending, you know, if if it's something where it's discussing my music or it, it, you know, it's a, you know, where it's a benefit for me, then I, yeah, I do it. But uh, I don't really do many interviews. Bit. So we like. So I I want to say me being on verses. I'd probably be like awkwardly shy or some shit, and then I don't know. It just I, you, did you see the Keisha Cole and the Shanti one? You, you know, yeah. I probably I probably be like Keisha Cole and that motherfucker with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we said on the show like some episodes back that if 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 it was ever a versus that we needed, it would be a three six Lejoin Eastside Boys versus. That now that would be good, wouldn't it though? Well, it was it was supposed to be a bone and uh supposed to be bone in in the group, but. I don't know what what happened. I think Bone didn't want to do it, or the other members. Crazy, cool, crazy. My friend, crazy Bone. Mm-hmm. He good. He's mm-hmm. Paul actually working on a project together. Okay. Yeah. All right, bet. So we want we we finna get ready to wrap it up. So before we do it, we just want to know like how can the people get in contact with you? How can they follow or follow you rather to keep up with whatever thing you got going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, they can hit my Instagram up um at at Miss Yeho M I S S Y E A H O E. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my get my website is um is gangstaboo.com and I am about to um launch relaunch it with new merch and stuff for the fans for twenty, which is April the twentieth. Uh, what else? Share. Yeah, Twitter is gangstaboo. Q O M Q O M stands for Queen of Memphis, and that's it. My camera not on, is it? Y'all? No. no. <laughs> I, I, I look so. Ooh-wee. I ain't got this wig on either, boy. You ought to see me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, anytime. And I, I appreciate this. Like, yeah, it's, it's chill. And I'm really thinking about that question. <laughs> I really like that. Like, I need to know what songs what I want to listen to fucking forever. Because I like, I like, uh, man, I like too much stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still stuck on that one. I started thinking about Seal song. I like, uh, <laughs> my, you know, the artist Seal. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, I like stuff mm-hmm. that people wouldn't even think I would like. I still got a song called Kiss from a Rose. I love one of my That's favorite songs of all time. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm around. Hit me up anytime y'all need me, guys. I really appreciate it. Memphis love, Cali love, and all that. I, and when next time I come to Atlanta, I'll hit y'all up. Hope y'all live in A. Yeah, we live in A. So deep, yep. please hit us up. <laughs> yeah, please hit us we up. We need to get up with Drama Boy. Drama Boy out there, too. Okay, bet. Yeah, man, I'll tell him about y'all and uh, see if he'll do the part. I don't know if y'all follow him or whatever, but Drum Boy, like my brother, like best friend, and, you know, he Memphis on, positive, doing good things out there in Atlanta for the community. He be having all kind of pop-up events at his store. He got a store out there um, called House of Fresh on Howard Mill. Oh, Biggie, I know I know exactly where this is. Yeah, yeah okay, okay, yeah. So definitely connect us and we'll, um, yeah, we can make some like some good brothers. Yeah, you gotta, gotta keep the good black men together, honey. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, we're gonna 
we're gonna make some happen. So again, thank you for coming on the show. Shout out to my Memphis Appreciate sister, you. my uh, you know what I'm saying? All around, just a, a dope woman out here killing the game. Um, Brian, yeah. you ready to move on? Yeah, I'm, let's yeah, do I'm it. Go on. Right. Next, uh... Thank you so much, guys. Hit me up anytime. All right, appreciate it. We'll do. Thank you. All right, like. Usa. 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 <laughs> Yo, man, that was a conversation. Bro. That was a conversation. Shouts out to Lola. Tell us where you in the A. Right. Hit, hit, matter of fact, hit my line. Hit, you got my number. <laughs> You got right. my number. Hit me Friends. up. We go. We we coming out. We going to see us. We going. We got these shots. We, we both vaccinated. We we good. vaccinated. Fully or, vaccinated. Brian, when we go, we can go. We can go to L.A. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Go to L.A. And kick it. Go to L.A. And kick it. How to do it? I'm excited. That's like one of the best conversations we've had. Oh, by far. What well, a shot over there. We've had like, some great people on the podcast. Great, great people on podcast. But shouts out to Lola Mitchell, aka Gangsta Boo. Shouts out. Not just a friend of the podcast, a friend in real life. My friend, our friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Okay, we're here. I'm excited about. It. Okay, got you know, got to relax. Got to relax. Got to relax. Got to relax. It was just a conversation with an icon, a legend. <laughs> I know. Bring it in. All right. Okay. Queen, Black Queen of Southern Rap. I'm our brother's keeper. Okay. So. um, Okay, let me get, get get myself together. Let me get myself woosah, 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 woosah. Woosah. Let me get myself together. All right, so here we are. I am my brother's keeper, Black Man Self Care, where we talk about things that we do to take care of ourselves, to rejuvenate, yeah. to get ourselves in the place that we need to be to be great men in society. So, Josh, what do you have going on to take care of yourself? I'm I am a double vaccine shawty, so I'm going back to Effect Fitness. Go ahead. I've waited my 14 days. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Go ahead. I'm going to have my mask on going in and stuff and do mm-hmm. all my precautions and, you know, like, I, like I've done, mm-hmm. um, bringing my own weights and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm going, you know, there are 67 days till summer. Okay, and I got sixty-seven days to get this body where it need to be. I'm not. Do- I'm not <laughs> doing the big reveal until then. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, I'm going to do and it. And for me, that is self care because I miss. I think I've talked about this. I miss the community of the gym, right? And all of what that brings. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to be back. I am excited to, um, you know, to to to, um, bring back a small piece of normalcy. Mm-hmm. To my life, right. so uh, I will be doing that. I'm also getting a hair. It's my week to get a haircut, so that's always self care. Always, and um, that's about it, man. I, I, oh, and I'm probably this is my also my week to go to the big boy farmers market. Okay, in the cab. So I'll probably go do that and rack up on more spices and teas and all the things that they offer. Um, yeah. How about you, bro? I, I'm gonna relax, man. It's been a long week already. Like I am exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, and usually, what happens is like you go on like a weekend mini vacation, staycation. Like you come back and you just work hard because you like left stuff behind. And I did that. I've been grinding mm-hmm. pretty hard, but um, like I'm going to relax. Man. I'm, I'm I'm exhausted already, and it's only mid part of the week. So I'm just gonna chill. Uh, stay in the house, watch TV, watch movies, do something that I can just relax, hang out with the family. That's it. Um. But best believe when this two week period is up again, Josh, we are going to go have libations. Y'all heard it. My brother is taking me on the mandate. <laughs> we going to kick it. We gonna hang out, right. and we gonna we gonna be these double vaccinated shawties out here. We are. It's gonna be a thing. All right, bro. Uh, I did not check the PO box. Did you? Do okay. we got something in there? Uh, let me give. Let me, let me go down. 
Let's do the um, robot sounds. <laughs> Brian, uh, aka Blank Man in the house. All right, <laughs> we do have something in there. I'm excited. I'm excited. We do have something in ZPO box. Okay. All right, let's let's go do it. Let's go. All right, good people, here we are at the P.O. Box, the post office box for all of my people who are a little slow to comprehension. And mm-hmm. I just want to remind you uh-huh. that you, too, can be featured on the Jigsaw Podcast by writing Ask the Jigsaw, that is A-S-K, the Jigsaw, at gmail.com to submit your questions, your comments, and they could possibly be read out loud here on the show, giving you a pseudonym. Brian, who do we have today? All right, let's talk about pronouns, okay? All right. Pronouns are important because it helps us identify who the person is. So, if you, and let's just quick PSA for those people who, you know, go by certain pronouns, be respectful of those people's pronouns, regardless if you may not agree with their lifestyles or things of that nature. They're their pronouns. So, please respect those said pronouns. Now, back Absolutely. to uh, what we're talking about here. So, pronouns he and him. Mm. Lester James. Okay. <laughs> okay, Lester James. That's a good strong black Lester name. James. Lester James. All right, Lester. All right. <laughs> so Lester reads or Lester writes, "Hey guys, my girlfriend and I have been dating for over a little over 3 years. We are getting to the point where marriage is a real conversation." It's kind of similar to me. I was dating for about 3 years. As I was preparing to ask her dad about her handed marriage, he suddenly passes away. RP to, to that dad. Um or yeah, to that dad. Shocked by the news. <laughs> Shocked by the news, I obviously delayed my plans so I could could support her and give her time to grieve and process. As soon as things started to settle and I was about to approach the decision again, this time asking her mother, my girlfriend called me hysterically. She said her mom finally decided to tell her that since her dad passed, it was time for her to know that she is adopted. Wow. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, that sounds like a Tyler Perry movie. Uh, fam, Don't. we are we are a whole 25 years old. You waited 25 whole years. Needless to say, the right time is now. Excuse me, the right time is not now either. I'm in no particular rush, but it seems as if every time I get the nerve or make plans, something tragic happens. How would you handle moving forward? I'm for sure not going anywhere and I want to marry her. However, I just don't want our forever to begin with trauma. Any advice will be appreciated. Appreciate you guys. And we love the show. And I love the show. Lester James, strong black name. Okay. So the questions, let me read the questions. The questions are, how would you handle only one question? How would you handle moving forward? Um, you said something in the letter that says every time you approach, mm-hmm. this right. has only happened twice. Right. So I think, you know, there's a little hyperbole there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see how, right, you could feel that way because that's right. two major life events. The man she's always known as her father right. died when you were about mm-hmm. to ask him for her hand, you know, trying to do right. the traditional thing. And then when you, you know, things begin to settle and not that you ever get over a parent dying, but, you know, oh, yeah. right. when, when it seems as if things were getting back to some sense of normal, then right. all of a sudden, boom, the man she's always known as her dad and even her mom ain't really her mm-hmm. mom and dad. 
Right. So not only she's grieving the loss of this man, she's also going through probably some type of identity crisis. And yep. you're right, 25 years is a long time. Um, um, for what I understand, um, psychologists and you know stuff like that suggest that you tell children a lot earlier in life mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. they can process that then, go yep. through all those emotions, kind of understand, blah, 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 blah. Um, I would say continue to do what you're doing in terms of supporting her. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do, number one, especially if you're committed to being there. Um, she may not be in a space where she's ready to get married because right, right, right. finding out that you're adopted at 25 may change everything about her um, in terms of who she thinks she is. Right. You know, she may be feeling like she lived her life as a lie. I don't know. But help her process that. Maybe that means you go through, you suggest counseling for her. She's not already in it. Maybe that means um, you help her figure out this particular um, part of her journey in life in terms right. of does she want to meet her birth parents? Is that right. even an option? Like all yep. these different things, helping her navigate the conversation with her mom. Why did you wait till dad died to tell me this? Why did y'all, were you never going to tell? Like if he didn't die, were you ever going to tell him? Like, right. you know, so those are questions, right? So I think she just, the same space you gave her for grieving and processing mm-hmm. her dad's death is the same kind of space you need to give her for this while also being super supportive. Right. On the flip side of that, um, she could be more open to marriage because she may be, you know what? I'm going to start fresh and I'm going to correct the wrongs of my parents. Mm-hmm. Right? That could be her perspective. I don't know. Right. What I will say is that um, I don't think proposing at this time will mean that your marriage or your engagement or whatever is going to start off with trauma. I think knowing these things does give insight to your marriage mm-hmm. um, uh, and it's going to help you further define what everything looks like. And that's why premarital counsel is going to be important and all the things. Um, but my, my biggest advice is moving forward is just continue to support her. Mm-hmm. Continue to support her. Um, if y'all have been having the conversations in my marriage, then it's something that she already knows is going to happen. Right, right, right. Don't rush. You are still 25. You're not old. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're committed to her, then you're committed to her. Right. Um, so continue to support her, continue to be there for her, see what she needs first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And from that point, begin to assess when you think it'll probably be a better time to rethink the whole proposal situation. Brian? Um, you literally pretty much have said everything I probably would say, uh, to reiterate a few things. In terms of adoption, yes, the the idea of current adoption is what they do tell you uh is to that the adoption conversation should never be a conversation. It should just be a thing that they already know. Like you tell them at a young age and have the conversations about adoption and stuff like that. So when they get older, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a thing that they already know. It's not like a surprise. It doesn't happen like at a family reunion where they're like, Oh, you know, you're adopted. So uh, for children that are adopted, you're supposed to tell them immediately. It's never going to be a, should be a sit down conversation about like, Hey, you know, you're adopted. It should just be the conversation that you continuously do have. Right. All right. With that being said, um, yes, I agree 100% with you. Um, how would you handle moving forward? It, that, that's all you can do is be there for her, support her in any way. Relationships are going to be a thing right now because she lost one relationship with her father. Her relationship with her mom may be splintered a little bit because you waited this long time to tell me that I was adopted. So all you can do is be there for her, like Joshua said, and um, and wish we wish you all the best. Like I do believe that again, stay by her side. This is going to be the time that's going to make or break probably y'all's relationship because you know it's, it's a hard time for her. Um, so be there, be the strong black man that I do believe you are to be. 
being Lester James, a strong black man, strong black name. So, uh, yeah, please keep us posted on what happens. And if you get married or y'all get wet, married and set a wedding date, send us an invitation. We would love to maybe or maybe not come. We ain't uh, coming. But we... <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> But send us the invitation anyway, just so we can say we got invited. Send it in. We we want the option to tell you no. Right. Give us the That's option. That's what we want. Give us the option. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. All right. Um, okay. Man, this has been a great episode. You ready? <laughs> you ready I'm to ready. wrap up with a great conversation? Because I got some things to talk about. Okay. Spirit Airlines. Okay. I'm let's ready. Go, let's go. Let's go for this great conversation. All right, we are here at a greater conversation, and we're going to be wrapping up soon, but we got to get some things off of our chest. Josh, I know you had this trip to Minnesota, so what I'm going to do is I'm pretty sure you had a traumatic experience with spirit, so I'm going to allow you to just to do the greater conversation by yourself. I'm going to sit by and just enjoy the rant, because I'm sure it's going to be epic. So let me tell you about Soul Plane. So first of all, <laughs> let me just start off. First of all, I already had my wife on the um, Greater Conversation last week because she booked these. She booked these Soul Plane flights. So mm. she was on my. So she's on part two. This is part two. Okay. This is part two. Glory to God. So she's oh telling me, babe, get to the airport, Brian. I like to get to the airport when the plane is bored. Me I don't too. like. I'm that friend. Yeah. If you waiting on me to be there on the group trip. I ain't showing up until nope. the last hour. And if I am yeah. there early, trust, it's because of Asha. It ain't because of yeah. me. And I wanted to there. keep peace in my home. Mm-hmm. And especially during COVID, bro, my flight was at my flight was at like 12 something on a Thursday. What about right. in the dang old airport? I literally, Nobody. bro, I got I got to the airport through security and to my gate in mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Oh yeah. Like train and all. And you know, spirit is in the back. <laughs> they it's like E4. <laughs> they lay in the back. So anyway, so I get there. I'm already irritated because I'm literally sitting in the gate for an hour and some change. Ain't nothing on the concourse E except Popeyes. I ain't trying to eat fried food. Ain't no Starbucks. It's this random coffee place. Mm-hmm. With these, and I believe they spirit affiliated because I was like, you know, can I get some tea? They were like. You know, our cold tea ain't sweet. I said, okay, can I get some hot tea? Okay. What flavor you want? Right there on the wall. I said, oh, Lord. Can I, can I get the hibiscus orange? Oh, baby, that's the best flavor. Then I had on my Kappa. She's like, oh, you a Kappa? And then she turned <laughs> to the other one. She said, girl, I don't know if I get more trouble with them Qs or them Kappas, baby, because they be, they be turning. I said, mm-mm, girl. not here for that. Um, girl. <laughs> so I asked for the hibiscus orange, right? I just said that. Why she give me the lemon ginger? I said, excuse me. Why are you Sweetheart. reminiscing about somebody dropping your drawers? Can I get my hibiscus orange? I get my hibiscus orange. I said, all right, can I get some honey? We ain't, we ain't got no honey. Ma'am. Can I get some fresh sugar? We ain't got no splendor. Girl. Can I get some lemon juice? We ain't got no lemon juice, bro. I'm drinking just, just flavor tea at this point. And, and, it, and granted, it was a good, robust flavor, so I wasn't tripping about that. Mm. Get to my gate. I'm waiting. <sighs> Only fifty percent of people around me have on masks. This ain't a spirit Ooh. issue, but Ooh. this is is contributing to my to my issue. Right. We get we 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 start boarding. The lady started. 
Because the lady, you know, checking the boarding passes mm-hmm. decides that she wanted to expedite the process. You know what she does expedite the process? She starts going through the line, taking boarding passes, collecting phones, <laughs> taking phones out of people and scanning them. <laughs> and, no. try, and now I'm trying to decide who phone is this? No. So I get so I get on the plane. Ghetto. So I get oh, on the plane. No. And I'm not even the last person on the plane. I get on the plane and there's somebody sitting in my seat. No way. And it is a young lady's daughter. So I don't have a problem with your daughter sitting because you know you made the but bro, we weren't even I wasn't even near the end of the boarding line. Mm-hmm. Why would you go? And she didn't strap this little girl in. Why would you go as far as to think that no one is going to sit by you? And it's literally like we're not even done. Boy, I can understand if it was like two or three people left, you could probably right. make the assumption. You know right. what? God is going to bless me. Right. We got to roll to ourselves. But boo boo, it's literally an, another 20, 30 people behind me. You don't know, like, you don't know who coming. So anyway, right. I sit down again, have on a cap sweater. She asked me, what school did you go to? I said, I went to Morehouse. She was like, oh. She said, what you do? I said, I told her what I did. She was like, oh, so you head into Minnesota? I said, yeah. She said, you married? I said, I am. You got kids? I said, I have two. She was like, and this is how I knew she was prepared to be a side chick. You ready? Now, this is what, what she asked. What she said? She said, so... You just commute back and forth, right? So you be down here by yourself. Ooh. I said, no, we live in Atlanta. I'm I'm going up to meet my family. They're already there. Oh, okay. Your wife in a sorority too? <gasps> I was Child. like, yes. I said, yes, she's an AKA. She went to Clark Atlanta University. Is there anything else you want to know? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to answer every <laughs> other question. Right. And that's, I said, oh, and she's a social worker, by the way. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, you know, she kind of did like that. Cause I'm just like, girl, stop talking to me. Right. So then, and I wasn't trying to be rude. Number one, I don't get on planes to make mm-hmm. friends. Right. Number Not two, you're positioning yourself to be a side chick in front of your daughter. Um, and then your daughter had these little, she got the little bees on her head. You can tell when, you know, when the child is bad, how bad, bad, the amount of bees that is on their hair. <laughs> and them bees kept hitting my knee because the little girl kept bending over. She was playing with slime. The slime hit me three or oh, four times. No. They eating popcorn. The popcorn, a piece of cardinals fell in my lap. No. It was, I was like, girl. Then the little girl, of course, had to pee. The little girl of had course. to pee. Of course. So I had to get up in the middle of that. Um, this one brother. Didn't I'm assuming he didn't want to crease his Air Force Ones. You know what he did no to go what to the bathroom? Do? He took his Air Force Ones off, held them in his hand, walked to the bathroom barefoot, white socks, white Nike socks, to the bathroom with his Air Force Ones in his hands. Go to the bathroom. Oh. Bro, I tell you, so plain. Child the ghetto. Everybody, it was the ghetto. And this is my this is the biggest mm-hmm. greater conversation beyond that experience. Okay. When a plane lands, you oh. Negroes who sat in the Rosa Park section and try to come. Where you going? Right. Where you going? Sit down. Where you standing up at? Because all you're doing is further congesting the road. Because you can yep. only make it so far before yep. you get stuck. Because everybody in front of you is finna hop up. Mm-hmm. They're going to start getting their bags. They're going to start doing all the things. Where are you? Where are you going? Right. It is so frustrating for y'all to get up and to stand in line and to be irritated and to be taking these deep breaths. Mm-hmm. If, if you wanted a better seat, you should have paid for a seat up front. Yep. If you, you should have gotten in first class, you didn't do that. 
You decide to sit in the Rosa Parks section. Mm-hmm. You sit toward the back with where I was at. And that's okay. But I'm going to wait my turn. Number one is airplane etiquette. Number two, again, where the heck are you going? You're not going to get off this thing any faster. You're still going to wait. You're probably going to you're probably going to get past maybe three or four rows that was directly in front of you. Once you get past those three or four rows, ain't nothing else. Ain't nowhere else for you to go. Nowhere. It's packed at that point. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say this. I'm not down. I'm not holding spirit i'm not saying don't fly spirit i'm not boycotting anything like that Mm because i don't really care all i'm saying is that i'm not getting on soul plane ever again brian there will have to be some type of magnanimous emergency Mm. and spirit was the cheapest quickest option that i could find because i heard through the grapevine that if you go buy your ticket at the counter Mm. you can get a ticket for as cheap as 25 dollars. no way yeah 50 dollars round trip so, like, God forbid, again, some emergency, and I need to just pop up somewhere. Right, right. Then maybe, but a planned trip? Mm-mm. No, sir. And I already told Asha. I said, Asha, I don't care how much the other airlines are. I am never <laughs> flying spirit. Again, it reminds me of why I decided not to be an alpha, because, you know, their colors are, you know, oh, Lord. gold and black. There's a reason why you don't do certain things because there's a certain level of class and decorum that they do not carry. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> being a, <laughs> choosing to fly spirit is liking and to making the decision to become a member of Alpha, Alpha fraternity. It's just something wow. you, choose you do not do. Okay. Choose violence then. Yeah. And one of my good friends is an Alpha list of the podcast. I know you're listening. And I'm telling you. That your choice to become a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated was likened into people choosing to fly Spirit Airlines. Mm. <laughs> Chef the author that goes to you too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> since you shaded me on my own show when we was on there, <laughs> let me get that out of my chest too. But anyway, that was it, bro. So, um, you know, Asha, poor decisions for you. Spirit. Bad experience for you and for all of you Negroids and you white people and you and you my Latinx brothers and my Asian brothers and sisters. All of y'all who decide that you're going to pop up when the flight lands, you're just going to stand up, keep standing. I hope your knees buckle and you fall to the ground and people trample over you like they did Mufasa and the Lion King. Oh, no. At the end. <laughs> well, that's been a an episode. <laughs> Of your favorite podcast, and it has been an episode indeed. Shouts out again to the legend, the icon, the queen. Shout out. Wait a minute. Uh, Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Go queen eat. of Southern rap, Lola Mitchell. Lola Mitchell. Um, Listen, we're completely speechless. Thank you again for, you know, taking the time out to talk to us. And here it goes. Hold up.
You gotta hear the verse, Brian. Listen. <laughs> hey, ladies, check this out. Well, let me tell you this story about this nigga with a little drink, but when his heart is swearing, it's bitter. Triple X rated, when it is Lola got bars. No, she's creeping outside without a doubt. The boy be texting, waiting for the next priest to get that dick some injection. All right, shout out to Lola Mitchell. Shout cadence, man. The cadence. The cadence. The cadence. <laughs> the flowers. Cadence. Flower. She Give her, her flowers. all the flowers. All Give the her flowers. the flowers. Why they do? <sighs> it's been another episode, as Brian was trying to say. As the after rant, great episode. One of our favorite great episodes. Episode. Um, yep. But for real, though, shout out to Lola. Like, yes, as you heard on the podcast, she does not do interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, her last interview was freaking with Talib Kweli, another right. rap legend, and right. She went from Talib to the Jigsaw. Like, bruh, who are we? Who are we? We've arrived. We have. We We've arrived. We are here. <laughs> We've arrived. So if you enjoyed this episode, tag Lola. Um, uh, Instagram. Miss Yeho. At, <laughs> you get it out before me. At Miss Yeho. That's M I S S Y E A H O H O E. Tag her and let her know that you love the episode. You love the conversation um, that we had. We are super excited about all y'all. And I yeah, promise man. you, April ain't even over yet. So y'all Bruh. thought today was something. Bruh. April ain't even over yet. So stick with us. Uh, and we coming up on one year. We're we about to be a one-year-old, Brian. We are. We need to do something. We need to we got. We got to do something. We're going to let y'all know. We're going to do something. We're going to do something big and special. We're going to let y'all know because it's our one-year anniversary. Also, I think we'll be inching up on 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's just going to be a really big celebration. And we, um, as a form of self-care, we're going to celebrate the things. We're going to celebrate the thing. So, again, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Y'all don't have to listen the way y'all do. You don't. But you do. You come through and you listen to us anyway. And we don't take that for granted. So, we show enough appreciate you. We show mm-hmm. enough thank you for what you're doing and how yep. you're doing and what you're doing. Um, Brian, anything? Any announcements? Anything like that? Uh, man, of course, as always, make sure you rate us five stars or nothing at all. Make sure you leave a good comment for us. Follow us on all the places and things on Facebook. Make sure you like us. Uh, make sure you follow the Jigsaw Podcast. Make sure you follow I Am Josh Rogers. Make sure you follow I Am Brian Hare. And just make sure you tell somebody about the Jigsaw. If you like it, support it, share it, love it. And Josh, before we head out, please tell the people what they need to do. You need to find out where the dollars at and get there. Where them dollars at. That's what you need to find out. Um, but we need to get mist- Project Pat on here. So we can talk about bark, don't get, bark, chicken, don't chicken. Don't get me started. Chicken, yeah. Google it, Moogle it. That's why they get juicy. <laughs> you know I love me some Project Pat. Right. Shout out to Keanu Moore. I remember what, uh, the first time we met Keanu Moore, uh-uh. <clears throat> Chris's current wife. Uh, current wife. Is it, <laughs> <laughs> as if he had a previous one. <laughs> right. Mighty God. Our good friend, friend of the podcast, friend of real life, Chris Moore. His wife, Kiana, when we first met her, she came to our house, and y'all two was, was rapping chicken head back and forth. Yes. <laughs> Great time. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Kiana. Yes. Shout out to so, Chris you know, I, I, can't, I can't do it without, I mean, you brought yeah. it up. <laughs> you brought it up. It's a good one. You brought it up. So, let's, let's just go to the end. Let's just go to where it is. Oh, my God. Jesus. Brian, why'd you do this to me? It's on. Why'd you do this? Uh, Brian... Here we go. I thought you said you had your girl on that live beer all up in my face. Talking this and that. 
some girl, I had to buy some rims for the Cadillac. You ride clean, but your gas tank is on E. You stepping <laughs> out, ain't got no decent shoes on your feet. That's just a meter, bro. You don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, the new joy is finna come out. Hate to see you in the club. You might be with a mug. No one that you ride with your boy, you nothing but a scrub. But he was with me. That's when you hate it. And when I put up on your grand, you near fainting. I sure did in your face drinking on that yak. My foot look over, jump. Need a tic tac. But you need some gum. Breath like some thunder. <laughs> That's what a good you one. At? I don't want your phone. Boy, please, whatever. It's a good song. It's a great song. <laughs> Oh wow. man! Great song. Oh man, Project Pat. Listen, we'll try. Hey, we'll try. Um, uh, but no, don't get caught up out here being a chicken head. Don't get caught mm-hmm. up out here with your breath smelling like some thunder. Uh huh. Don't get out here ride <laughs> with your boy. You nothing but some but but a scrub. Um, <laughs> don't be out here like that. All you can do is what you can while you can in the very best ways that you can. But in the midst of it all, do not get caught with your work undone. That has been another episode. We love y'all. God Be-tree. bless y'all. God face shine upon y'all. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Or good morning. Good whatever night. Good. Hello. Come on, man. Good night, y'all. We better get out of here. <laughs> all right.